Glory. Is this an exciting day or what? You know why it's an exciting day? Because it is the day the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. We overcome the storms. Let me tell you something. The storms that came Wednesday night disappeared. That's another example of standing on God's Word. When they disappeared. I encourage all that are listening this morning on live stream, wherever you're located at, I encourage you to take your authority in your area. Whatever city, whatever county, whatever state, take your authority. Because we experience every time when we rebuke the storms, tornadoes leave in Jesus' name. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As we were singing the song about the Waymaker, and Christian had no idea what was going to be ministered this morning. I wanted to uh, read a quick uh, post by Jerry Savelle Ministries. It says, when God makes a promise, He puts the entire corporate structure of heaven on the line. And He always comes through. Amen? When we stand on the Word of God, commanding storms to cease, He puts the entire structure of heaven on the line for us. We don't have to fear. Yeah, concerns were happening, but we don't have to fear. Because when we say, storm, cease in Jesus' name. He is watching over His Word to perform it. Amen? Hallelujah. This is a word that the Lord gave me just the other day. And before I go, in, uh, go into the message, I want to share this with you. Listen to my voice. Listen to my voice, for I am calling you forth. Listen to my voice and hear what I am saying. I will instruct you in the way you should go. Don't listen to the other voices that will try to distract you. Listen to my voice and you won't be distracted, saith the Lord. We need to focus on His voice. That's not just a four-hour, eight-hour day doing. It's whenever you're awake, that's doing. What I mean by awake, when you... Even sometimes when the Holy Spirit wakes you up, say, okay, Holy Spirit, you got something to say? I'm listening. Amen? But this morning, I want to share with you, the title may be simple to some people, 
But as the Holy Spirit ministered to me, He said, "People, there are people that need to hear this. This morning I'm going to share with you, God is able. God is able. God is able to calm the storm. God is able to do anything and all according to His Word. If you're believing God for something and it's according to His Word, keep expecting it. Because if you think, well, if it's God's will, let let me tell you something. If we are standing on the Word of God and we know what His Word says, we can say, Father, Your Word says this. That is telling Him, you know what His will is. Father, thank You for the direction. I want to make sure I'm going the right direction. I believe I am. Hallelujah. If you would turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Be reading chapter 8 through 12. Hallelujah. God is able. Ones that are watching, God is able. You feel like you're at your last on that rope, hanging on. You don't know what to do. God is able. Turn to Him. God is able. In Jesus' name. Verse 8 says, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. As it is written, He has dispersed abroad. He hath given to the poor. His righteousness remaineth forever. The Amplified in verse 8, And God is able to make all grace... Someone say, all grace. All means all. All grace. All grace abound. Every favor. Sister Cam was ministering on favor. Every favor. God does not run out of favor. You as the body of Christ born again. Have God's favor in you. How many's ever said, God, I need favor. I need favor. I just don't seem like I have favor. Wait a minute. His favor is in us. So what do we do? In Jesus' name, I have favor. Holy Spirit, I ask you to minister to me on this favor. I need favor. And also, I need wisdom for this favor. Because let me tell you, there's times that we get a word. Just because we get a word don't mean we jump on it. 
Just because you get a word don't mean you jump on it. The reason why is because when you get a word, your mind can start wondering, how is this going to happen? The enemy comes to steal that word. You get that word. How is this going to happen? When you jump on that word without getting that revelation from the Holy Spirit, you're going to make the wrong decision. Your intentions are right. Your plan, your thought is correct or you believe it's correct. But it's going, moving on emotion. How am I going to do this? But as we stop and think, wait a minute, it's not me that's going to do it. It's God that's going to do it through me. By His Holy Spirit. Amen? Every favor and earthly blessing. Now, let me iterate, uh, expound this every earthly blessing. When we are expecting something from God, okay, God has placed it on this earth for us. God has placed it on this earth for us. Our job, our finances, our house, our vehicles, He has placed it on this earth to enjoy. Not to take our mind off of Him and put it on it, but He's put these blessings on earth for us to enjoy. And as we receive those blessings, we must recognize, it's important to recognize, this is from, this is a blessing from God. What I've been believing for. You've been believing for a promotion? You've been fighting, the devil's been fighting you. Guess what? It's almost there. I speak it now. It's almost there. You believe in God for a breakthrough and the enemy is fighting you. It's almost there. Your breakthrough is on the brink. That's why he's fighting you so hard so you don't receive what God has already supplied for us. Amen? And God is able to make all grace, every bless, favor and every, and every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. It's not just going to be a hill, little bit here, a little bit there. It's going to be an abundance. As we are believing for machinery, for machinery for our business. Let me tell you something. It's going to come in abundance. As I was telling Sabrina, it's going to be two or three, at least two or three machines. Because when God has something for you, when God has something for you, expect it to be big. What was that? What was it you said about that song, Think Little? Now, let me, let me, I, I agree with what Sister Karen was saying. If, you're starting out. You're learning. 
the Holy Spirit's ministering to you. It's nothing wrong if you're thinking little for a time period. You're starting out. But as Sister Karen shared, when you get to know what God can do, you don't think little no more. You think big. And I'm not correcting Sister Karen at all. It's the song. Because some of these songs in the world, uh, Christian songs, you, you're thinking, I don't agree with this. Okay? And I believe I have some songs in my music that every time I listen to it, I have to think, correct it. Like we do sometimes here, pastors not being, the church not sick is healed. It's well. Amen? It's the fact of getting the Word. See, what we say is spiritual. So as we say it, we sing it, we're hearing it. Have you ever been told something in a conversation and someone said something to you which was no, to you, no big deal? You know, like, whatever. You know, I mean, you don't tell them that. But later you're thinking, something comes up and you're thinking, I've heard that somewhere. Because what was said in that conversation may have been important. It was important to that person, but it might have been important to you. It just you haven't got to that place where it was supposed to be important. So the Holy Spirit saying, when you hear something, if it's according to the Word, the Holy Spirit will bring it back to your remembrance. Remember this. I told you this. Amen. Come to you in abundance so that ye, that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient. He wants us to be so self-sufficient that we're not depending upon the government. We're not dependent upon one another, but we're dependent upon God. Amen. Possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Let me tell you something. In, John, in James chapter 1, verse 25, it says, you be doer of the work. There's a lot of work around here and a lot of work to the nations that's got to be done. If we will be a, not only a doer of the word, but be a doer of the work, we will be blessed in our doings, in our deeds. Once again, I've said this, I believe, before. If God is calling you to do something, seek Him out on it. Seek Him out on it. Because what you're getting ready to do, you might clean the church. You might think it's no big deal. Let me tell you something. It's a big deal to God. Because you're taking care of the small things. You're taking care of the appearance 
of God's body. The appearance of God's body. This is just a building. This is not just the church. This isn't just, it's called the church building. Because it's our church building. But the building is nothing without the body. So when we come in, somebody knows there's life in here. You look around, life. When you leave, and you may come back in, you see, well, lights are off, dark. There's nothing there. Because we represent Him in here. We feel it. We feel it. Amen? Thank you, Holy Spirit. To require no aid or support and furnish you in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. God is able to make all grace, every favor, every and every earthly blessing which He has already provided for us to abound toward us so we can have excess, excess, He wants us to have abundance, to have more than enough. So we are self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no other aid or support, but to rely totally on him, totally and completely on Him to be our complete source. If you think that a hundred thousand dollars a year salary is unbelievable, believe it. If you think that two hundred thousand dollars a year in salary is unbelievable, believe it. If you if you think that you know you you may want a four bedroom house, three bed three uh, two or three bathrooms, whatever, two car garage. Hundred acres, thousand acres. But let me tell you something. If God put it in you to believe for it, He's got a purpose for it. I'm not saying no. We have nice things. We have nice vehicles. When we're believing God for something, we don't need to think small. (laughs) Wow. You think small, you look at small, you get small. I got a question for you. If you do not have, if you do not have, how can you give? You say, why do I need two houses? He says, you don't. I'm going to have you bless somebody with you. Why do I need two cars? Three cars, four cars. You don't. I'm going to have you bless somebody. If He gives something to you. It may be finances. It may be vehicles. It may be homes. 
It's important that we see God. Okay, what do we do with this? Of all, of over the years, I was believing God that I was able to bless people. And sometimes it's not always finances that we bless people. It's the earthly blessing He has given to us. You give and people are like, are you serious? Are you sure about Yes. Because God, I have been believing God for years that I'm able to give into the thousands. I'm still working on it. But if I have something that someone is needing or wanting and I'm not using it, he says, give it to them. Then I do it. It don't have to be finances. I believe it was Kenneth Copeland. When he was first starting out, he didn't have a dime, hardly a dime to his name. I believe it was him. Or Kenneth Hagin, one of the two, took the button off his shirt or coat and put it in the offering. It doesn't make a difference what you have. What makes a difference is his, the obedience to God of what you're going to do. God is able. You may think it's small. That's okay. But when God says, give it. Give it. He knows what He has in store for you. You're thinking, and sometimes it's something that you want. But He knows what He has that's better. Amen? Brother Justin, get ready. What you share with me, get ready. Because he's going to have you do some things that's going to make you cringe. I've been there. But one thing I've learned about giving, the finances that he's given to me, I'm just a handler. It's his. I'm allowed to have it so I can plant. Come on. We need to rely totally and completely on, on Him to be our complete source. God ministers seed to the sower. Thought I was getting ahead of myself, but coming right in line. Verse 10. Now he that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. The Amplified Bible says, and God who, and God who provides seed, get this, he provides the seed for the sower and bread for eating will also provide and multiply your resources for sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness, which manifests itself in active goodness, kindness, and charity. So when you're giving, when you're blessing someone, make sure that your attitude is good. I have to make sure my attitude is good. i got to make sure that I'm acting in kindness. Kindness. 
And not that I'm given, I'm using Christian. Not that, and not to say I'm giving her my glasses. And I just have this. She sees that I'm not, I'm acting, I don't want to do this. But if I, she receives it. Because I'm acting in kindness. I'm acting in goodness. I'm acting in, it says charity, but it's actually, we're acting in love. God's love. When you give, you give out of love. Because you want to. You know that that dollar bill in your wallet is not going to pay off your house by itself. But as he says, so it. Yes, it's a lot, it's a lot easier to sell a dollar bill than a hundred dollar bill. I'll be honest with you. But some people can't, what the world says, can't afford a dollar bill. That's all they have. That's all they get. But when he says, sow it, I will, I will do as you say. As you instruct, I will. When I say I will, I'm acting on my will. See, we got to get away from the mindset that I don't have enough to get. That the church don't need my money. The pastor can go get a job. I mean, let me tell you something. And no, I did not say that. I'm referring to people that said that. But let me tell you something. I don't care if the church has has millions of dollars in the bank or has thousands of dollars in the bank or just has a hundred dollars in the bank. I don't care if the the pastor or the minister has a million dollars in the bank, thousands of dollars in the bank. When God says to sow it to them, you sow it. The enemy has lied to God's people. And people that's coming, the Holy Spirit's working on them and bringing them into the church. He's lying to them, saying all they want is my money. And what we've got to do is, is and, and as, the, as the Holy Spirit's instructed me when I open, you know, open service to do the announcements, that be led by the Holy Spirit on what to give. We do not ask or tell anyone what to give. We're not God. So you uh, listening when you, when you go if you are led by the Holy Spirit to go on our website elwf.org this is not a commercial and give remember the Holy Spirit told you I didn't the Holy Spirit told you so He's getting ready to bless you a farmer sows a seed. Because he wants his harvest. He knows that if he don't sow his seed, whether it be corn, 
lettuce, whatever it is, he's not going to get it. Unless God opens up his thoughts and, and all of a sudden there's a, right beside him is someone that's a sinner and God in, uh, pushes the wind and throws that seed over into the other area. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen. It can. I'm not saying it's going to happen. We don't expect it that way. The farmer goes to the seed, feed store, seed store, whatever store. Lowe's, Walmart, wherever. He buys that seed. And you that plant flowers, you go to a store and buy that certain seed. You want flowers, you want roses, you, you look the, oh, this is going to be nice, nice and red. Woo! Don't have a clue what that name is, but it's okay. But you see, you see your seed. There's a picture of that harvest. When this farmer goes to get his seed, he knows in his mind what his harvest is going to look like. That's no difference in the body of Christ. We have a substance called money. Back in the early in the early Bible era, they had given cattle, sheep, whatever the Holy Spirit, whatever the Lord ministered to them to give. We have finances. They went out and worked for what they got. They got their cattle. They raised their cattle. Just like we go to work, we raise our money. Because we do something. We work for it. When we receive that, we sow it as the Holy Spirit leads. But as you sow that seed, get a mental image. Get a, let it be a part of your spirit of what you're believing for. If you're believing for a house, it's like before we moved to Anderson. We were believing for this house. I got the house off of the real estate uh, website, or I believe it was, and put it on my wallpaper, my screen. I believe for it. The Holy Spirit had, had me so charged up on believing for that. He, he was He was working on my faith. See, God is able by your faith. Thank you. God is able by your faith. So as to make a long story short, we've had people come look at our house. But what he did was, he would say, speak saying, there are going to be people come look at your house. Declare it. So I did. And they did. Praise God. Obedience. Obedience always works. We had, we got down to the house, didn't work out. It did, God had other plans, let me just say it like that. He used it to get my faith up. See, that's where my attention was. Okay? When we 
was told that you're going to have to find a house is because I'm to get ahead of myself. When we received the call, Spanish received the call from the real estate saying, we've got an offer on your house. But the only problem is they don't have credit. They're new buyers. They don't have any credit at all. Okay. But we got an offer from them. So, okay, let me think about it, pray about it, and I'll get back to you. It's where I'm working at now, still. I go, before the add-on, I walk out the back, praying about it, and he says, receive it. Take it. Okay. So I call, I went and called her back, said, receive the offer. Get this. They don't have credit. It's hard for people that don't have credit to get loans on mortgages. Amen? But he said, receive it. Okay? The enemy tried to stick his nose someplace. He's, he come back and said, the, the loan will only go through as if the house is painted. We was told it's all okay. Well, the realtor said, told the buyer, said, if you want this house, you're going to paint the house. They agreed to it. Okay? We're selling the house. The house that we was looking at is basically gone. It's, we had, we had, make it, we had a deal going on that we didn't have to buy the house until our soul. Anyway, it was already gone because we couldn't, it, of course it wasn't plan of God. Anyway, as God, as we was uh, talking to the real estate, we, he said, you're going to have, we're going to get a house. Cause your house is sold. It's, it's being sold. So we went the next day. This is the favor of God. This is, God is able. Okay? We went the next day, looked at two houses, including the one we're in. She said, I like this house. I want this house. We went and looked at the other one and said, okay, well, we'll, uh, it's more than what we was uh, going to the bank about. The next day we went to the bank, talked to our loan officer. He said, I don't see no problem. Go ahead and make an offer on it. We get down to, to the post office. The realtor for the house we are in now pulled up beside us, or we pulled up beside him, one or two. We told him we want to make an offer. Okay. Meet me over here, blah, blah, blah. So we met him, and uh, we made the offer. The letter, he met us up to what used to be the old Dairy Queen. said, I'll buy you lunch. Okay. Come back with a counteroffer, of course. We accepted. Now, here's the thing. How many has ever heard that closing dates are not may not always be say to say? So I said, Father, we need to close on the same day. We need to close on the same day. We're, it's expectation. We, we, we got to close on the same day. The same day came. This is how God is able. This is the favor of God. 
We close on both houses, same day, same location. We close on one. We go out and wait, and we go close. Shortly after that, we go close on the other. We move, start moving in. That's the favor of God. Same location, same day, one right after the other. Close on one, we go close on the other. God is able. When we speak His Word, He is able to do what His Word says. He watches over it. Amen? So as we sow our seed, we expect. We have favor. And when, when, you know, like I said, we can't base on what people say, well, they, you know, they're just wanting my money. No, 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 no. We got to have understanding. The body of Christ has to have an understanding that when we are sowing our seed, we are giving God something to work with to abundance us. You feed your children. They grow up. Some bigger than the other. You sow your, the seed in their life. Sometimes the enemy tries to counteract what you're believing God for for that that child, trying to veer them the wrong way. You pray for them, they get back on track. But the seed that you've sown is manifesting. God is able. I've used this uh, same form we've all heard about Peter walking out on the water. When we sow that seed, we take a step of faith. Jesus said, come. Peter was acting on his word. Come. When you are, when the Holy Spirit ministers to you to give something or sow something, you do so. You're acting on his word. You're saying, well, you say it, I'll do it. Sometimes it's hard, trust me. But as we get the mindset, God provided me with the seed. I'm not going to do without. The world thinks you do. But God is able. God is able. He is able, but He also has to rely on us to expect it. To do our part. Because he will not go beyond his word. We do our part, he does his part. That's scriptural. You sow, you reap abundance. Ministereth in the Greek is to furnish, furnish besides, fully supply. He gives that seed. He contributes. God is able to furnish, fully supply the seed we sow, which we need to give Him full credit for. You receive a job. 
You receive a promotion, give God the praise for it. Yes, you had a work in it, but He's the one that's abundant in you, abundance you, supplies for you. You're the vessel. He's the supplier. The gift that you have been given for that job didn't come just because of who you are or who I am. Just like the Word. I'm not giving you what He's given to me because of me. I'm giving it to you because of Him. What He has given to me to give. I know that sounds kind of confusing. If all these years, nearly over 20 years of this calling, I've seen... Before I started ministry, I seen, laid down for bed, I seen myself here. Ministry, as ministry, not saying that say here, here, but ministering. I seen it. I knew what God had called me to do. Some people say, well, you know, of course you're called today because your, your dad's a pastor. He's been a minister for all your life, don't you? No. You don't have, your parent don't have to be a minister for you to be called a minister. Matter of fact, when your parent is called to minister, get ready because you might be called a minister. We can pass it, but we know. <laughs> Hallelujah. God gives the seed to us to sow so He can multiply it for us. He gives it. He gives it. So here, take it. Sow it. Because He's going to multiply it for you. Who in the world? You don't go to your employer and they give you your check. That's all they're giving you is that check. Don't expect more. Right? Majority of the time. That, that's the employer. That ain't the way God operates. God gives you the seed. Whether it be a dollar, whether it be ten dollars, hundred dollars, here's your crunching, thousands of dollars. You receive it. You thank him. You seek him. What do I need? What do I do? Pastors are great, a good example. He's been blessed with something. He said, okay, Holy Spirit, what do I do with it? That's important. That's not putting him on the pedestal. That's not putting anybody on the pedestal. It's saying, the God gives us seed. We are the sower. We make sure that we hear from Him what we are to do with that seed. Okay? He may give you the amount to pay off your house. What's the first thought, thing you think about? I'll pay off my house. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Holy Spirit, what do you have for me to do? This is the exact same amount. 
Holy Spirit, am I to pay off my house or am I to sow it? What do I do? Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and He will lift you. Humble. Humble yourselves. Lower yourselves to the point to saying, I'm not my source. I lower myself to receive from you. You are my source. You are my God. You're the one I kneel to. He wants to see what you're going to do with it. It may be for it to pay off your house. But He wants to see what you're going to do with it. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things, all these things, all these things, all these things shall be added unto you. We need to try to quit figuring out God and let Him show us His favor. Why did God allow this to happen? Now the question is, why did we allow it to happen? Why didn't we take that exit when He told us to? Or trying to explain on the house. Why did He, why did, why wasn't that the house? That ain't the house God had for us. Why did He do it that way? I don't know. I don't care. Because I'm not trying to figure Him out. All I got, and, and I had to actually, when I was on the department down here, I, he's, I was patrolling, and he said, go by that house and release it. He said, go by that house and release it. I had such a hold on that house still, even though we wasn't going to buy it. He says, go by that house and release it. So I did. I drove down there. To be honest with you, right down from where Don Cameron lives now. Drove down there and said, I release in Jesus' name. Drove on. I don't know if my hold on it was keeping the new buyers of that house, giving them troubles. Let me tell you something. A quick note. The authority that we have as the believers can keep others from receiving the blessing. As a matter of fact, me releasing it might have been the seed that he needed for me to release. I was holding that seed. I was holding a seed that wasn't mine. I had to release it. What do farmers do? What do we do when we... Uh, plants up, we release it into the ground. I released it and moved on, as he said. He knew exactly what was going on. I didn't. I didn't have to. I just had to be obedient. Let me tell you something. Some of the things that we don't know, and if we've seen, would literally scare us. If we're getting ready to face something, he knows it. He says, do this. 
Okay. He was ministering to us last Saturday. This is the third time I've shared. He was ministering to us last Saturday after we ate breakfast to leave. I don't believe I heard it. Or maybe I did. I just wasn't catching it. But it's a Saturday. We're just enjoying it. End of the, end of the men's camp out time and we went to eat. We left. Grove. Before I go on, I want to encourage again. If you live in Grove, Oklahoma, I encourage you, as Jesus did, take your authority over the storms. Take your authority over the storm. I'm not putting you down. I'm not criticizing. Take your authority over the storms. Because since we started doing that for how many years now, Wednesday night, they just dissipated or whatever you want to call it. They just, they said they're coming your way. No, they're not. And I refuse to believe. Well, you almost got hit. No, I wasn't. When you got the angels covering you, it will not harm. I don't care what it looks like. There is no almost with God. His protection you going down the road. Car comes over. Bounces back over. Don't call it almost got hit. Because He will give His angels charge over you to keep you in all... Say all. All thy ways. All your ways. All your ways. That's the favor of God. So there is no almost with the body of Christ. Because when we say it almost got us, that's giving the devil credit. Cut, just take that out of your vocabulary whenever you've been, the angels of God have kept you. Someone said, you almost got hit. No. I couldn't get hit. I was protected. Now, we can't expect people to understand what we're saying until they get saved or get the revelation. There are some in the body of Christ that haven't got there yet. And not putting anybody down. Amen? Going on. God gives the seed to us to sow so He can multiply it for us. He multiplies it. He increases the seed He has given to us to sow. Man, He gives it to us. We obedient. We sow it. He increases it. He increases what He gives you. So when you're blessed, and He says, give it, He supplied that for you to give. Amen? And there's times, how many times that you think, I need this. 
I need this. But he, you know, he knows what he's got in store for you. It could be the next day. He's saying, give it. Sow it. Bless them. Sometimes you may just give a $20 bill to somebody and they're like, okay. So we, we think sometimes that $20 bill given is not a major deal. It is. Don't get me wrong. Even a dollar. But when you give something to them, they're looking at you and saying, I needed this. Let's not discredit what God knows. It may be a $10 bill. Someone needed a $10 bill the next day to do what they just want to do. They was believing God, I need $10. They might have been believing for $10 for a seed. God, I need, I know that's what you put in my heart for ten, to sow $10. I ask you for help. He moves on the brothers and the sisters to bless others so they can be a blessing. We are the vessel. Amen? Verse 11. Being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. When I read this, it reminds me, when we receive before, during, and after, we need to be thankful. Thank you, Father, for the seed. Thank you, Father, for the blessing. I thank you for what you've done. I thank you for what you're doing now. And I thank you for what you're about to do. Be thankful. Be grateful. With many thanksgiving to God. Verse 12. For the administration of this service not only supplieth the wants of the saints. See, He not only supplies the need, He supplies the want. If you're believing for a flower garden around your house and you don't see the finances in your bank that did, you can believe for it. Because he's going to show off. And you know what? Don't believe for the cheap stuff. And I'm not discrediting cheap stuff. Think big. Think big. Because when he gives you that thousand dollars to, to to do your garden, you're thinking, "Whoa, I wasn't expecting." Ooh, think big. Is it that flower garden may be bigger than what you think? We're getting there, but we're going to be talking about the exceeding abundantly. Amen. For the administration of this service not only supplies the want of the saints, but is abundant also by many thanksgivings to God. So, we got in verse 11 and verse 12 many things, the thanksgiving to God or unto God. So, there's got to be something with thanksgiving. Being thankful to God. Why are we being thankful to God? Because we know who supplied it to us. It's our praise to Him. Thank you, Father. You're the supplier. Thank you. Yes, we thank one one another for the blessing. Thank you for being, your obedience. Now I give God the praise and the thanks. I thank you. That should be that should be one of our daily 
doing is just thanking God. We, I'm, I'm still working on it. Thanking Him. I thank you, Father. I thank you for what you have supplied. I thank you. I thank you. Because we know who our supplier is. Not one another. We're not each other's source. God is our source. Now, He uses each other to bless each other. Amen. Let's not forget that. But the source behind the blessing is God. We need the seed to sow. God is able to supply the seed. Philippians 4.19 But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. His riches and glory by Christ. There, there, there's, there is unlimited. You might be sitting on $10 for the next week to get by. But God is unlimited. You said, I've sown my seed. Expect your harvest. Expect your harvest. Father, I'm a doer of your word. Your, your word and your will is not for me to be only have ten dollars in my wall and that's it. Because that's not excess. I don't care if it's someone that don't have a job and only has, that's not excess. That's not excess. That's not abundance. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things. If you go back and look uh, in uh, um, Matthew 6, 28, I believe it is, 27, 28, read on down, you'll see well, that all that is added to us. What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? What shall we... But seek ye first the kingdom of God, His way of doing, not our way, His way of doing and being right. So we got to make sure that we're in right standing with God. He will, He tells us to do something. Doer of the word, doer of the work. Me doing, me ministering this morning is a doer of the work. It's part of it. He gives me the message. He gives pastor the message. He gives the rest of us, of us the message and we deliver it. Doer of the work. Well, can you expect to receive a blessing after, after service? Yes, I can. Because as my purpose, my goal is when I'm ministering, as I'm ministering, I'm listening. To the Holy Spirit. When you say, and I've said this before, when you hear me say, okay, yes, sir. I'm giving credit to him because he's telling me, right here, right here, right here. That is so important. Jesus said, the words that I speak are spirit and they are life. The words that the Holy Spirit gives to us. You don't have to be a pulpit minister to receive a word from God. The words that he gives to us they are spirit and they are life. They will supply all of our need. 
All we got to do is when he says, say this, I'm saying it in Jesus' name. God is able to bless. Second Corinthians 9, 6. This goes back up in the Scriptures. This, this is this is the area of our sowing. And I wasn't expecting this to be on a sowing and reaping. But God is able. This is part of it. Did you know God sowed a seed? God sowed a seed. And for the ones that have heard this and don't believe it, He named a seed. He sowed Jesus. He named a seed. In His name shall be called Jesus. That's why it's okay. But when you sow a seed, you sow a $10 bill, it's alright for you to, to name it. This is for this. This is for a loved one to be saved. This is for a healing in a family. This is, this is for the new car, the new equipment for the business. This is for this. Name it. Sometimes, said, Father, did I name that? He'll tell you whether you named it or not. That way he can keep you on track. Amen. The church is not all about money. I mean, this church is not all about money. Let me just, and I trust that other churches that we are not all about money because we know how they operate. This church is not all about money. We've got to have the finances to do the things. That's where we're at now. Facebook, yeah, Facebook is cheap. But you got cameras, you got the software, you got all this. It's to get the gospel to the world. Amen? Verse 6, 2 Corinthians 9, 6. But this I say, He which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Verse 7, Every man according to as he purpose as he purposes in his heart. You want to be able to give more than what you've been given? That's your purpose. That's your desire. You say, I've been given, but I want to give more. I want to give more. Who all wants to give more? Honestly, I'm not putting anybody on the spot. Set in your heart what you purpose. Then when the Holy Spirit blesses you, when you receive the, the, the substance to, to sow, now I say, as I believe for this, Holy Spirit, show me where I need to give it to. Show me what I need to do. Cause you got good ground and you got bad ground. I'm sure we've all sown them both. More than what we want to admit. Every man, according to as he purpose in his heart, so let him give. God knows what we are thinking in our heart, what we are purposing in our heart. He's trying to get some of us to change that purpose so He can bless us. Those watching, He's ministering to you to give a certain way. Give it. Do it. Seek Him out. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all that you're believing for, He will do. 
So how can you say that? Because it's according to his word. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I, he said, I will watch over my word. It says in the King James, hasten, but it's watch over my word to perform it. Why do we need to speak his word every day? He watches over his word. That's why we get into a situation and we just want to tear somebody's hair off, head off or something like that. We get mad at somebody. You know what? The, the, our words is what's going to be our battle return. You get mad. I get mad. I've, I've messed up. I've had to repent. Trust me. Because the Holy Spirit says, calm down, calm down, is what you're getting ready to say is the vital part. When you are under attack and you respond with the Word, you are sowing a seed. It's either a seed that the enemy is going to work with or the one that God is able able to work with by faith. We want favor. We got to do it His way. Because if we're out of the will of God, we're not gonna, we can't expect favor from God. See, when we get out of the will of God, we, we end up falling into sin. We step right into it. Amen? That's the black and the white. If, you're not, if we're not in the will of God, we're out of the will of God. I'm not going to hide it. I won't hide it. People get upset. Don't write me any ugly letters. I won't answer them. Now, I may say, bless you. Okay? you got to hurry. Every man, according to his, as he purposed in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly, or, uh, or of necessity. Okay, when we sow, we don't want to say, I need to, we need to focus on God is my supplier. Yeah, we need to sow that seed. But I sow it because I have it, I was provided with it, God is getting ready to bless me. And also, first of all, He's getting ready to bless that person. That's where the focus is. I'm not focusing on the necessity of what I need. I'm focusing on what they need. Ten dollars again. Ten dollars may not be a, be much to us. Yeah, no problem. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. As I sow it, I better be cheerful. Why? Because I'm helping God by being His vessel to take it from my hand to put it into their hand, and they're blessed. They're blessed. It's like they won a million dollars. They're blessed. Amen? Hallelujah. God knows what He's doing. God loves us a cheerful giver. When we give, let us... Let us purpose to be led by the Holy Spirit on how and what to give. God is able to bless us. Let us be willing to give and be a blessing. God is able to give what we ask for. Sister Kim was ministering about this 
a couple weeks ago. This month's gone so fast, I had to remember. Anyway. Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. So ask. Keep asking. Now don't ask for the same thing. When you ask for something, thank Him for it. Praise Him for it. Just thank Him. Thank you, Father. I'm not asking you again because you already know what I want. I've already asked you. Now, I'm believing you. When I believe you, I thank you for it. I praise you for it. 1 John 5, 14 through 15. 14 says, And this is the confidence. I have confidence. You have confidence. That we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. If it be thy will, take that out and say, It is His will. I am, I'm coming to Him with His will. Because if I come to Him, if it be your will, He's like, Boy, you know better than that. I've taught you my word better than that. If you want to get a scolding from God, you say, well, God wouldn't do that. Wait a minute. When He knows, you know. And we act like the world saying, well, if it be your will, well, that's, you're not going to receive. I'll just put it that way. You're not going to receive. Because we're not doing it by faith. Okay? Verse 15, and if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have, we desired of Him. So think big. You believe Him for a car? Believe for two. I don't need to. Well, someone else does. Because how can you give if you don't have? God you know, have you ever thought about this? Have you ever thought that the thoughts that we have, maybe they're from God? You want to be a blessing. The thought, I want to be a blessing to my niece. I want to be a blessing to her. Do you think that's going to come from the devil? Do you think it's going to come to my, from my flesh? Ooh. And I love her. Don't get me wrong. But God gives us the desires that He plants, He puts, He sows into us. You believe in God for your business to open up? That's what you see? Expect it? Thank Him for it? In Jesus' name, it's going to. I've got, I'm believing for a $25,000 machinery. <gasps> That's a lot. No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have come to the determination that some of the machinery is going to cost money. So i got to think big. Not just one, but two, three, four. Don't forget your help. He supplies seed to the sower and blesses in abundance. He gives it to you to sow. He increases it three, four, five, six machines, vehicles, 
well, why do I need all this? It's not why you need it now. It's what you're going to have. Okay. He's not going to give everything out at one time. Because thinking of a twenty or $30,000 machine, that's a lot of stuff on your mind. <laughs> oh. I'm not trying to figure it out. He's already got figured it out. I'm waiting for the manifestation. Hurry in. God is able to do exceeding, to exceed our asking. Here we go. If you would turn with me to Ephesians 3.20. And in my closing, maybe five minutes closing. Holy Spirit, you have your way. Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him that is able, say able, to do, Say to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Think big, think big, think big, think big. The Holy Spirit has been ministering on expansion. He's used me to minister certain everyone about expansion. Even pastor before he left. Expansion. Exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Oh, it's getting bigger than what pastor thinks. And while he is in the Philippines, he probably has seen by the Spirit how big it's getting. I don't it's just by the Holy Spirit. Amen. All the glory goes to him. But when he has ministered on expansion. Get ready. Expansion is getting ready to take place. According to the power that worketh in where? Works in us. Amplified. Now to him who, now to him who by in consequence of the action of his power, the action of his power that work that is that work in, within us. Say within us. God's power is working within us now. What do you think you've been trying to stop you? He's not going to. The battle is real. But it's the confirmation you're going in the right direction. That worketh in us is able to carry out his purpose, is able to carry out his purpose, is able to carry out his purpose. He might tell you something, but he's able to carry out what he's already told you. Don't figure it out. Try to figure it. He's already got it figured out. Okay, Lord, I'll be obedient. Guide me, direct me. I'll be obedient. He's able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far above and far over and above all we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Think big, because he's able to do bigger. Living for a big, big house, he's able to do bigger. Thinking about a house, think for two houses. He's able to do bigger. 
greater. The Living Bible says, now, it's similar to the Amplified, but it says, now glory be to God. We need to give glory to God. We need to give you, Father, I glorify you for what you're about to do, and what you've done, and what you're doing now. I glorify you. Now glory be to God who, who by His mighty power at work within us is able to do far more. Far more. We've heard of that, far more. That's far more than I can think. Far more than we would ever dare. Someone say dare. We've heard of dares. Well, what if He's telling us, I dare you to believe me. Just something to keep in my thought. We dare to ask or dream of infinitely above our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hopes. So if you're hoping, you're believing, your desire, get bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. You may have to ask the Holy Spirit, help me think bigger. Think off of the internet. You might, you might be going along and says, go to this page. Go look for your vehicle. Print it off. Go build your vehicle. A lot of these sites you can go build your vehicle, especially go build it. That's seventy-five thousand dollars. I didn't ask you to pay for it. Go build it. Because sometimes we have to see it. <laughs> like I did on my monitor. I had it on my monitor. But he had something. And I will not try to explain what happened, why it happened. You've heard of people who God works in mysterious ways. Well, He does, but you know what? The ways that He works is not always for us to know. The purpose He does it ain't none of my business. He says, focus on this. I'll take care of that. Okay. How does my seed How's my seed harvest? It's none of my business. It's His power. It's His Word. He expands. Now, something for some, uh, something to note down for one's taking notes. And this is, this is it on the, it's going to be some scripture. We won't go to it. But God is able to heal. God is able to heal. He is our healer. He is our healer. Scriptures. Well known scriptures. We all know. First Peter First Peter two twenty four. First Peter two twenty four. Isaiah fifty three five. Isaiah fifty three five. Psalms 107.20. 107.20. This is one of my daily scriptures. Exodus 23.25. Exodus 23.25. God is able to protect. He is our protector. Psalms 91. Another one of my daily readings. Psalms 91. Isaiah 54, 17. And this is not all of them. This is just the ones that... But tell you what. Okay. 
The rest of them, you, you, you can go look, look at. You study it out. Because there's a lot. We don't have time for that. Right? In this session. Okay? God is able to provide. He is our provider. Philippians 4.19 God is able to provide. He is our provider. Philippians 4.19 And that's what that's important message that the body of Christ needs. God is our provider. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. God is able to love. For God is love. For He is love. God is able to love, for He is love. 1 John 4, 7, and 8. 1 John 4, 7, and 8. A little bit lengthier. God is able to deliver from captivity. He is our deliverer. He is our deliverer. He is able to deliver from captivity. He is our deliverer. Second Samuel 22, 2. Second Samuel 22, 2. Psalms 18, 2. Psalms 18, 2. I'm reading these a little slow because if you like me, I... <laughs> Ephesians 4, 8. Ephesians 4, 8. And last but not least, believe this for your family also. You can believe for the rest of them for your family. Believe this for your family also. God is able to save. He saved us by His grace. God is able to save. He saved us by His grace. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 5 and 8. Ephesians 2. Five and eight. Now, my final closing. God is able. Sometimes we overlook the smallest words when we say, Well, I know God's able. God is able. You're expecting a promotion on a job? God is able. If you're expecting a job, God is able. If you're expecting your hard-hearted family member to get saved, God is able. You're expecting your stubborn family member. Now, I'm not pointing any fingers. Because we all have the stubborn in our families. Whether it be immediate family or he is able. We send ministering angels to minister to them. He knows exactly how to get to them. No, he's not going to go beyond the will, but he knows how to get to them. He knows how to minister to them, to wake them up. The right word. Now, if he, if he ministers to you to minister to someone that you know is free, that will do it. Last but not least, smile. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We was at the nursing home ministry years ago. We was praying for the residents. Going by praying. Went up to went up to 
Mom says, you know, Jesus says, Lord, no. Would you like to? No. Okay. I didn't move. Holy Spirit made to stay right there. Would you like to receive Jesus as you will receive? No. I didn't move. The Holy Spirit didn't tell me to. Okay? This is what I've learned and still learn. Amen? I think it was the third time. Would you like to receive Jesus as your Lord Savior? Yes. God knows what He's doing. The activity director there. Some of us know Him. I heard that they, she had said, we have been believing for Him for a long time to get saved. It wasn't me. It wasn't our team. But I had to be obedient. I had to be obedient. I don't take credit. Most of you know, I don't take credit for... Sometimes if people get blessed, I would rather not be... If I'm able to bless somebody, I would rather just give God glory. I'm not in it for the glory. Gosh. I'm not in it for the pedestal. I'm in it for the calling. I'm in it to be obedient to God. I'm in it because He gave me the desire to do what He told me to do. Because without Jesus, none of us will be here today. Without Jesus, I don't know if we even be on earth. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. This morning, if you have ever doubted the ability of God or was ever thinking, am I, are you able to do this? Am I, if you question the ability of God, God is able. As we pray, we pray a revelation of His Word, of His understanding, of His ability. Because we're going to have to have a revelation. In today's time, we've got to have the knowledge of God to make it through the rest until Jesus comes back. We've got to have it. Just like Wednesday night. We got, we had to have it to rebuke the storm. Let me tell you something. You rebuke the storm, it cannot come near you. If you rebuke sickness, disease, it cannot. You walk in that authority. Complete healing is in your body. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Life, like you've never experienced before, is in your body. God isn't done with you yet. God isn't done with you yet. 